Hi, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted on this episode to be talking with author, creator, Cameron Chittuck. Cameron, thank you for jumping in. Thank you for taking some time to join me. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to chat. My pleasure. Thank you for saying yes. And I want to start by mentioning a couple of titles. And I also want to note that just based on our conversation, one of the the other points we have in common is that you work in the world of education. And so just sending appreciation for that and appreciation for the middle grades um, span of time. That is such a special and unique and sometimes challenging time for people. I, I spent eight years as a middle school teacher. So I, I know that um, part of the experience well. I think there should be a special sainthood for people who teach middle school. It's because uh, <laughs> it, it is a special time, but it is it's a special time. That's uh, a yeah. lot. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a special like sainthood for for teachers at all levels. I think <laughs> okay. I, I will say each one has its own challenges for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, now you've worked in the Map Maker series, which is a, a graphic novel series, really sort of aimed primarily at middle grades, but of course upper elementary and beyond. Um, really upper elementary to to the end of life, I think could be a good, <laughs> good span for that. And you've also worked in some popular titles, popular characters like um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I just want to note those and we'll come back around to talk about all of the, the work and hopefully the things to come. Um, but curious what connected you to the world of comics and graphic novels? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I could there's both no way for me to explain why I love comics and graphic novels so much, or I could also give like a four hour dissertation. Um, but I think it kind of goes back to the discovery of it for me, just kind of hit me at a really um, important age. I think my first comics that I fell in love with were Calvin and Hobbes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually from just outside one of the towns where the town where Bill Watterson lived. And so like the local bookstore that we went to, always had as much as as even though Watterson was is notoriously a recluse um the bookstore would always have Calvin Hobbes of Red Up front and center and so that was kind of my first um foray into it I just love those books read them all the time and then when I was like 11 years old I found as in my grandparents house in my dad's old bedroom from his childhood bedroom and found this dusty old box of what was left of his comic collection um, that my grandparents had miraculously not thrown out and uh and, you know, he had, you know, it was, more, it was mostly single issue stuff from the, from the late sixties, early seventies. But I just, as a kid, just absolutely was enamored by them and fascinated by them. And, you know, as much as we worry about now so much about like, uh, what's a good jumping on point? How do you introduce people? There is something really special about grabbing issue 156 and just trying to figure out what's going on. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I think kind of getting those at the exact right age, um, just, I, you know, that, that was, they were really, really, you know, a formative moment for me. And I've been reading them ever since, loving them ever since. And I think the other piece of it too, is I don't, you know, I don't, as much as I am a writer, I don't really have any artistic ability. So there's something about um, that combination of words in the page and seeing what artists can do that just continues to amaze me and blow me away and move me. And I think that's what I kind of keep coming back to, even though I'm on the writing side, my love for both the writing and the reading of it, it just always comes back to the art and, and how they're able to convey 
uh, emotion and drama and action, all that stuff on a, on a page. It's, it just, I will never stop being uh, fascinated and enamored by it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, um, speaking of collaboration about what that's been like working with, is it Amanda Castillo? Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. um, the map, may, may, sorry, excuse me, map maker books in particular. It, it's been, yeah, I mean, it's been incredible. I think, you know, for me, I've been writing comics since I was in high school and my, my sort of uh, process was I write a script I said, wow, this is great. And then I put it in a drawer and nothing ever happens with it, you know? And so working with a man was my first real time in earnest where you get to see someone take something that you wrote and put their own ideas, their own vision, their own background, their own interest into it. And that process on its own has been just incredibly rewarding and, and a thrill. Um, but it's been even better in that Amanda and I, we just have really kind of hit it off from the beginning. So we become good friends and um it's made the whole experience that much more rewarding uh and it was cool because i think you know we didn't know each other at all before we started working together on like the first call we had our editor whitney leopard had sent amanda the pitch and i think like an early version of this story synopsis mm-hmm. and uh just talking on the phone with amanda like they immediately got what I was trying to do. And I think they even like summarized the theme of the series. I had spent like a whole page trying to figure it out and they like summarized it in a sentence. I was like, oh, wow, okay, you, you, you've got this, I handled this better than I even did. Uh, and that just, I think, so I think we've been kind of in lockstep from the beginning um, while still again, just kind of being able to bring our own ideas and, and um, influences into it, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um... I was going to ask about the genres that you're drawn to, because I'll say Map Maker is uh, a really cool sort of fantasy take and uh, really interesting things that happen in that book. So I'm curious about that draw to fantasy, the, the draw to creating in that particular world. Yeah, I, think, I mean, fantasy is definitely my favorite genre. And I think that, you know, going back to like what I was reading as a kid, when I still reading it, the alongside comics reading fantasy books was always kind of my my biggest genre that I would find myself in mm-hmm. um and I think it's changed now but as a as a kid there weren't you know there weren't uh there weren't graphic novels there weren't as many graphic novels for kids in general but definitely not ones that kind of hit from the you know the fantasy uh, aesthetic and um and tone the way a lot of the books I was reading there really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So I think that was part of the hope of Mad Makers is, you know, you're writing, it's writing a book for kids. And I was partly writing for a book that I wish I had as a kid. Uh, and I know Amanda brought a lot of that, you know, into the art as well of, you know, visually what, what would this world, uh, what's the kind of world and kind of characters that they wish they had seen as a kid. So um, and Amanda's also a, a a fantasy fan as well so we kind of were able, were able to uh, dive in without map makers for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and there are two books in the series at this point is that right yes yeah two books so far and then the, the last one comes out in april of next year so that'll be the that'll be the finale um which is nice we were, we were able to kind of know from the beginning it was going to be three so we were able to plot it out and really kind of hopefully have it feel like a complete story and stick the landing in the third one we'll see but that's the hope anyway 
Yeah, yeah. And and also very cool that you're working in this space of middle grades, graphic novels, um, which is a, a really vibrant space right now in reading and publishing and working in uh, the world of popular characters like TMNT. So um, what's that been like? I, I think it's it's nice that the the comics in general, that we have like multiple markets now. It's like their own little mini industries. Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, I think we're, you know, we're getting comics into in different avenues and in more people's hands, which I think is great. So I, I, I and as someone who reads, you know, who still goes to his comic shop on Wednesday and is, you know, my happy place is my bags and boards, um, but is also, you know, reading middle grade stuff and reading you know, books like Kate Beaton's Ducks and, you know, the being able to kind of play in both those spaces or two of those spaces was definitely something I, I was interested in. And uh, it's a different, it was a different set of pressures writing Turtles and Stranger Things. Um, I think when you're writing your own stuff, you're kind of trying to convince people to care. You should care about these characters. They're great. You should care about this world. Um, but when you're going into Turtles and Stranger Things, you know people are ready to care, you know, and people are, like, as soon as the thing was announced, people were... Uh, you know, I was getting tagged in posts with takes on what should happen and what shouldn't happen. And, you know, so you do kind of get a little bit with that stress, um, especially because like turtles, I, you know, there's photo evidence of me loving turtles since I was like three years old, you know? Uh -huh. um, so it's, it's, you don't want to, even for something as kind of uh, silly and fun as a Stranger Things crossover, like you still want to do those characters, you do write by those characters um but honestly it turned out to be the most fun i've ever had writing like i just absolutely had it was just a joy to write i had so much fun um i was the first time when i was writing and i didn't again i think the in a weird way it turned out that the pressure of doing your map makers and you're trying to get your whole heart and soul into these books especially because it was my first one so i didn't know if i'm ever was going to write anything ever again you know so it's like this might be my only shot i have to put everything i am into these books you know, with turtles, it's like I've been I've been telling turtle stories in my head since I was you know on a on a tricycle. So yeah, um, yeah. I just had had an absolute blast writing that um, and getting to just kind of write those characters. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, I'm curious. I'm going to tuck in a question here. Since you're working in the world of education, um, do your students know your secret identity as a <laughs> comics creator? Uh, has that been a point of connection for you? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I think the um, the map the when we when I was map makers, I think you know the fact that there was this physical book that you, know, you could see it was on Amazon, it was on you know in bookstores. Like, I think that part was cool. I think the the Turtle Stranger things of it was a little more. Uh, you can kind of wrap your head around it a little bit more mm -hmm. um, for them and. Um, uh, but yeah, and it, you know, I think it, it's 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 fun working at school, kind of knowing that I'm also doing that in my free time. I think probably because you know, even though the the love for comics came from you know finding the comics myself, like the the love for writing and actually becoming a writer only happened because of teachers. Um, you know, I I was definitely the beneficiary of teachers who I was, you know very passionate and excited about story and i had teachers who took me 
you know, kind of under their wing and made time for me and made time to read my horrible scripts um, <laughs> that I was producing um, and give feedback and encouragement and guidance and all that. So, um, and even, you know, even just, I remember there was a substitute teacher we had that would show up, you know, once every couple months who was a common figure and would, you know, then kind of chat with me about whatever was coming out at that time. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, we have a book club here at school. And so getting to kind of, um, just engage your kids who are excited about story and excited about reading. And uh, it's been, it's been a nice full circle moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so you mentioned part three of Matt makers is coming out. You said April. Is that right? April. Yeah. April next year. Um, so curious about what you're thinking about next in the creative journey, thinking about where people can go to follow along, to check out what you're doing, all of those next steps, points of connection for listeners out there. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's, um, I'm in kind of that weird place where I've got a number of things coming out next year, um, but I can't talk about them yet, so I'm like <laughs> eager to actually start talking. So um, one is another sort of licensed um, project that I think actually that one will probably be announced. That's going to be, that's going to come out in the spring, so that should be announced relatively soon. And then um, I, I, I'm going to be doing a a short thing, but with a character who's a bucket list character for me. So I'm very, again, nervous, but excited for that. Uh, and then, and really just kind of hoping to continue doing books in the middle grade space, but also kind of the more, you know, adult uh, or drug market um, leaning space as well. Um, so hopefully, yeah. And then, and then it's just the end of the life of a writer. You've got pitches out, you're, you're talking with artists, you're waiting to hear, um, and so, yeah, and then, you know, in terms of finding finding all that, whenever it does get announced, um, I have a Twitter account or an X account, um, <laughs> we're calling it that, uh, that I use pretty sparingly, uh, and then a website, uh, CameronWTJ.com that I'm trying to to, to post everything at. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. You know, it's 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 the end of the year. I found like at this time last year, I didn't quite know that I was going to be writing turtles yet. And then, you know, my entire year this year has been turtles and stranger things. So you kind of, uh, I feel like, especially with the, the single issue stuff, a lot of it comes together quickly. So um, excited to see, you know, where we all end up in the next year. Yeah. But spring, yeah. spring for sure. There's some, there's some cool stuff happening. Cool. Cool. Well, wonderful things. And I, I am just so glad as an educator and as a reader that middle grades, comics, graphic novels have sort of taken off in the past 10 years. So uh, appreciate the work that you're doing in that space and just encouraging teachers, librarians, readers out there to check out the Mapmaker series and uh, also appreciating the work you're doing in the world of licensed material as well so looking forward to the things that are coming yeah and I, you know i will just say it is and i'm sure you've you know, kind of seen as well just more and more graphic novels on shelves in classrooms mm -hmm. um is just it never stops being cool to me and and you know i think um you, know, you saying the mad makers for middle grades still you know for everyone i think that's that's part of why i think it's so exciting about a lot of the books that you're that kids have access to now is I think these comics and graphic novels um, are the ones that, you know, that kids are going to be revisiting when they get older and they're going to, you know, um, have new meaning and uh, a new appreciation for in a different light, which I think is, 
again, that's, I think that's a, a, an important piece to sort of creating long-term comics readers is making books that, uh, that they're not going to want to leave forever once they outgrow the age group. So, yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I have one more question before you go, but I'll ask that after the end of the episode. Um, but thanks very much for jumping on. Thanks for joining and glad to talk with you anytime. Thank you so much. Anytime.